You are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the Coronavirus Sessions. Just to remind everybody, every weekday at noon for about a half hour, we're going to be talking uh, how this coronavirus is affecting our local business owners, business leaders, community community leaders, everybody in the community, and we're going to navigate this thing, save as many businesses and save as many jobs as we possibly can as we uh, as we go through this experience together. Um, the one thing I keep telling everybody is that this is the one thing we can all relate to in the present. So everybody's being affected by this virus in some <clears throat> form or fashion, and um, you know, so that, so that's what we're doing here, and. Of course, everybody, as you can tell, our format has definitely shifted a little bit. We are not in the studio. We are keeping our social distancing alive, aren't we, Michael? These we're we're doing our best. We're doing our best. You're at home. <laughs> I'm at home. We're we're doing what we can with what we've got. I know you're missing my hugs, man. Uh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you you've been doing okay, man? Yeah, I, I I've been doing okay. I, your set hasn't changed. When are you going to change up your set? I feel like it's time for a set been, change for you. I was, I was actually thinking about that uh, because the, the first episode, um, you know, I was on a back patio and then I've done these from my home bar, but you changed it up. You went to the studio yesterday. So I, I'm kind of agreeing. I might need to change the scenery up a little bit. I definitely like the studio microphone. I'm interested to see how that episode comes out. Like once, once I see it edited, uh, it hasn't been edited yet for those that are listening. Um, even though it's probably released by the time this one's released. Anyway, right. um, but yeah, I mean, I was just trying to try, trying to change it up a little bit. It's very comfortable outside right now, though. It's a nice, cool, like seventy degrees. Sun's out. I got, I'm in the, like in the shade, and I don't like. I like it out here, man. It's nice. Yeah, start working working from there permanently, huh? Getting used I mean, to this remote life. <laughs> I might I might be forced to. You never know. Well. Right. Uh, Let's get into it. Before we get into our show, uh, I want to thank our sponsor, John Dar and team over at Dar Shack Howe Insurance. They've just been incredibly supportive of us. Um, definitely, if you need insurance for anything, check, check them out. Just go to darshackhowinsurance.com and uh, they, will, they will take care of you. That's D-A-R-R-S-C-H-A-C-K-O-W insurance.com. And um, John has been throwing out some really great advice, great resources for everybody, business owners, anybody, actually everybody who's been dealing with this virus. Um, you know, I would definitely uh, get on his newsletter. He has he sends out a daily news motivational newsletter, uh, which is extremely valuable. Um, so definitely uh, hit them up and get get those resources and connect with them, and they'll help you take care of your business um, and your personal needs when it comes to insurance. Yeah. Yeah. And go follow John on YouTube. Rock on. Yes. He is uh, killing it on the YouTube. I mean, he's funny. He's actually doing the patio setup too. He's got his little yeah. camera. He's got his little tripod, little, little camera, little patio setup. I'm proud of it, man. John, I love you, dude. <laughs> so let's, let's get into, let's get into our episode. I'm going to let our guest introduce herself and, and tell us a little bit about her business. And she's extremely nervous, so be patient with her. <laughs> just yes, now, anyway. <laughs> I just wanted to put that little extra pressure on. So, BJ, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your company. Well, hey guys, thanks for having me on. I'm BJ. Um, I own the bungalow in Hale Market Square in Hale Plantation. And um, yeah, I have a, a gift boutique, children's boutique, women's boutique 
um, have a little bit of everything. So you're like us. I mean, you're you're a retail establishment, mm-hmm. right? I mean, retail is getting destroyed. It's, <laughs> it's like it's, the kindest word I can use right now. Yes, um, you know. And so th- this will probably be a pretty interesting episode because I don't know if we've had have we talked to another retail company. Like, I mean, I know we talked about ourselves, but uh, I guess like cartridge rolls a little bit. But I mean, you know, there's um, re- retail is definitely taking a hit right now, right? So uh, mm-hmm. what have what has been the the, the biggest impact on you guys? I mean, have you had to lock your doors? Oh, yeah. uh, like wh- where, where are you at right now? Well, we are shut down. I've been shut down probably for almost two weeks and um, doors locked. Um, you know, we all kind of had the decision, you know, some people are staying open um, like the middle of March. Everybody kind of didn't know what to do. So I, what I was kind of do, doing was kind of following the plan of everybody next to me but you know we have Publix and so Publix is going on all the time so there's people everywhere um outside of our stores but um as far as I have a lot of kids stuff and baby stuff so it's it's like do I let moms come in with kids and um washing hands when people walked in it was just it made me a little bit more nervous especially being a mom of of three I was like I just kind of made the decision in the middle of um March and all this started to kind of shut down and um kind of change my model um, and kind of do shipping, free shipping and, um, delivering to people's doorsteps or doing curbside service, um, so, kind of some that I've offered. So are all your products online as well? Well, that's another thing. I'm not completely online. So I've been doing a lot of Instagram and Facebook and, um, I do, uh, FaceTime appointments with people or, um, send pictures to everybody. So it's kind of been like a really personal, um, experience with everybody, I guess, like a personal shopping experience that I've kind of um, developed, which I've done anyway, but on a really bigger scale now. Um, but that's something that I'm, I'm, I'm doing right now is trying to get online. It's really important. Okay. So are sales, I mean, are sales happening or have they been non-existent? Yeah, actually they are. It's funny because being a children's store and a gift store, you know, Easter's coming up. So parents are okay, you know, they're kind of, everybody's kind of freaking out because they don't know when things are going to open up. And now we're on a 30 day shutdown. So we're completely shut down to the end of, um, end of April. So Easter's coming up. Everybody wants stuff for their kids or, you know, everybody's in quarantine mode. So everybody's bored. So parents are looking for little things to give their kids to open or just keep them occupied or busy. So I have some of those things that, um, um, I give out, you know, that I sell, um, and just little gifts for, I, I just sent a gift to New York for a, um, a nurse at Presbyterian hospital. Um, I have a friend that was like, she's completely overwhelmed. She lives by herself. Um, she's having a really hard time with, you know, with everything going on. I just want to send her a little, I'm thinking about you. You're my best friend. Um, what can you put together? So I do a lot of that. And what I've introduced now is, um, called bungalow boxes. So I'm putting together curated boxes, um, either custom, what people um, want to um, have some ideas and I'll throw some things together or I can, you know, a lot of people trust me. They're like, BJ, just throw whatever, you know, tell us how much and send it off. And um, so I really like to do gifts like that. And um, so I sent that to New York. So it was kind of like, wow, this is really, you know, a struggle for people in, in that kind of sense, you know? Um, yeah. Are the, are the customers that, you know, are reaching out to you right now, are these like customers that you kind of like always had 
they're repeat mm-hmm. customers or are you getting a lot of new customers? You know, um, it's, like it's been a little mix of both. Um, it's people that I haven't heard from in a while that are reaching out that, um, automatically think gift or kid. They automatically think of me, um, Easter baskets, baby gift. I'm kind of a, an easy remember. Um, and I'm so grateful for a lot of my customers that have just been thoughtful, just saying, Hey, can I buy a gift card from you? Because I know you're struggling, you know, as a, as a business owner, you know, everybody in the square has really like come together. Um, but just to, Hey, can I buy a gift card for $50 from you? And I'll use it later. Um, I've had a lot of friends. We have Lucy's on the end or now it's uh, that bar and table restaurant and they're doing the same thing. People are just buying gift cards because they know they're going to eat there. Um, so it's just like, how can we support to kind of keep it going so that nobody has to completely shut, you know, shut down, you know, it's just trying to find ways to, um, you know, kind of help everybody go. So it's been really, it's been really awesome to have my customers that have just had the time to think of me and, um, just be supportive, you know? Yeah, sure. I- the the curated boxes I think is a fantastic idea. Is that something, you know, as you as you continue to evolve this while you're shut down, is that something you think that when we resume back to any level of normalcy that you'll you'll keep finding ways like that to keep your online presence up and do those still? Absolutely. I I've been wanting to do this and I was trying to find you know, we always try to find the perfect time to introduce something or oh, I got to, I got to build this up and, and, and figure out a way to, you know, get everybody on board with this. And this was just kind of a way, I mean, with everything going on, it just, it made me do it. I didn't, um, I just had to kind of jump into it now. And that's what I think we've kind of learned with everything right now is you have to adapt to your situation and, um, everything's changing daily. I mean, even with the government and, um, the president daily, we're having different, um, different rules or different settings or, um, so just trying to find what works best, what we can do in the time that we have. Um, but boxes, yes, are definitely a thing I want to keep continuing. Um, it's something that I, I feel like could turn into its own own type of little business. Um, I've tried to kind of figure out uh, things with my customers. It's business to customer, but also business to business. How can I build those relationships um, with other, other, um, joint ventures in town. And I feel like that's a good way to kind of start it too. Um, I feel like I could do boxes for, um, different companies for thank you gifts for um, their customers or, um, a different, um, I don't know, new, if they have a new customer or if I have a real estate company that, um, has a customer that buys a new house, I would like to, you know, be involved with that. Like maybe doing a box for, you know, that new owner of a house. Um, so it just kind of ties in a couple of the local businesses together, um, supporting local and shopping local. So I've always kind of had that idea. Um, but now I've just kind of pushed it out there. So you have, uh, yeah, you have employees. I have one. I have one, uh, Kylie. She is awesome. She's in college. Um, so to kind of keep that young perspective on what's trend and what's cool. Um, and she is a fast and quick learner. So she's, Taught me a lot too, but um, she's great to have. Yeah, have so, you had to make arrangements to keep you know money coming her way with the shutdown or like? Yes, yes, that's well. Um, she hasn't she hasn't worked in like a week or so, so it's just been trying to how I can keep her on board, maybe helping me with orders or um, you know all these government loans and um, paycheck reliefs. So we're trying to sign up and get going so I can continue to pay her because I would 
obviously I want her to stay on. I don't want to want to lose her. Um, but we are a really, really small business. It's mainly me and then, um, and then Kylie part-time. Okay. So I'm, I'm assuming that your day typically mm-hmm. is spent inside of your store, yes. like business hours, right? Like what are your, what are your hours normally? My hours are 10 to six Monday through Friday or actually Tuesday through Friday. And then Saturday is 10 to four. Okay. And uh, so now with your business really being closed, I mean, what is, how has your schedule shifted? Like what is your, what does your day look like right now? Oh, well right now my schedule is completely crazy. Um, because now we have the kids and trying to figure out their school schedule alone, trying to fit that in. So you have kids, I have them, you know, at the store at home, but now we're all in lockdown at home. So really it's just schoolwork and house. I try to come up here for a few hours just to place orders. Like if you guys saw my floor in my shop right now, you'd be like, what happened? Because it looks like a complete tornado. So I'm not going to show you, but it's crazy. And I have just like orders kind of set and like curated gifts for kids and Easter, like everywhere. And people are asking to see pictures and I'm sending pictures and it, it's crazy, but, um, it's kind of my, <laughs> my uh, canvas right now for everything. Are most of the interactions that you're having with customers, you're, you're saying you're using Instagram a lot, like a lot. FaceTime. I mean, so, so say I was, say I was an interested customer, you know, okay. like, Hey, hey I want to get something like, what's like, what's the, the preferred, preferred way to contact? Like what's the preferred method? If I wanted to, if I wanted to see something like if I've never even been in your store before and I want to try to get a grasp of the type of products you're selling, like how would I do that? Well, I usually have like customers who are like, Hey, I need Easter gift right now. And then I'll go into, okay. Um, how old boy or girl, how old, what's your age range? Cause I have a range of things from baby to teen to adult. I mean, I have a big, um, lots of different options. So um, you know, I just kind of ask some questions. Hey, what are you, what are you looking? What's kind of your budget that you want to spend? Um, are they still calling the store? Like, how are they getting in touch with you? They're, um, they're going through me on uh, DMS with Instagram or call myself. Um, okay. I even put like a note on my door and I put my cell phone on there. You know, I want to be accessible and have the easiest way for people to, re- you know, to reach me or reach out. Um, and like I said, I do a lot of things through Instagram. Um, it's easy and that's been a whole learning experience, by the way, um, knowing how important social media is and now more than ever how important it is um, and to constantly stay in the loop. And, and, you know, at first I was like, I was always scared to put myself out there on social media or um, I was nervous. I didn't want to do it, but I've realized how important just putting a little picture of something and the price, how many views you get or how many questions you get about it just the littlest thing and then to keep doing it and to keep reminding people because everybody forgets everybody's in their own mindset and has things going on so just being a constant reminder without being annoying but trying to just kind of keep in the swing of things you know i mean have you found that your social media engagement or your like the amount you're posting has increased because of this Yes, I would say it, it was increasing more and more just because I was understanding the um, the point of stories or the point of um, a post in stories or how many to do. And um, I, I put my daughter on there a lot, Peyton. She's a big part of my business. And um, she is just like, doesn't care. She is like, we'll say anything, do anything. We did our first TikTok video together and I thought I was going to throw up. And, um, and she's like, come on, mom, like, can you not do this? Like, let's go. It's not a big deal. And I'm like, oh my God. 
Um, so just that, just like social engagement with like either me and Kylie or Peyton or putting her friends on there. Um, people like to see stuff like that and, and kind of laugh and it might not be all related to buying something in the store. It might just kind of be about life, being a mom or um, just putting Peyton on there and she's, you know, being silly or doing a TikTok video. So just kind of keeping people reminded, being real about everything. Personal brand. Personal yeah. brand. I mean, it's, you know, if, if you want your personal brand to be defined by your family, like, like mine very much is, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's, I think, I think that's great. I mean, that's definitely an opportunity right now. Um, mm -hmm. when, I, when I was speaking yesterday, you know, at this virtual conference, which was pretty cool. It was a new experience that's for cool. me. Um, you know, one of the thing, one of the things I talked about was TikTok and the fact that a lot of people are, you know, taking the time now is a perfect time to learn a new platform, to learn something new, to invest in yourself a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a company that I, I talked about that did this excellently was, um, was first magnitude. Hey, there you go. What's first magnitude? Um, you know, they had made their first TikTok, which was had some dancing brewers in it and they exported it from TikTok, put it on Facebook. And then six days later, when I was, I was checking to see what the views had been for before I had, uh, before I spoke at this conference and it was up to 236,000 views. Um, and so like the opportunity to, to use this time, to build brand through a new platform or through using a new tool like TikTok, and then even exporting it to where your audience currently is, even if they're not on TikTok yet, um, is a great opportunity. And, and we we've talked about that on the podcast a few a few different times. Um, well, that, so that's so that's, that's cool. Kylie, you know, she um she actually took over because she's on my Instagram account too, and she well I have my personal and then the bungalow. And, and she how old is she? She's nineteen. Okay. 19 and Kylie took it over and was like, Hey Beach, let's just do this um, TikTok thing real quick. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm old. Like I can't do this. Like this is be embarrassing. And she's like, come on, it'd be fun. So we did it. And I mean, we're doing it in the window too. And everybody can kind of see when they're walking by from Publix or whatever. I'm like, Oh my God. But we did, <laughs> did like Kylie takeover and literally there's 600 views on it. And I'm like, okay. And then you watch yourself and you're like, Oh God, Oh, I did that move. Oh, 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 I can't believe I did that. <laughs> it, it just, you know, like you were saying, it just lets people know that you're real and that yep. you're a normal person, just like everybody else. And, um, but they get to see that kind of personal side to you and not just a business side. Um, you know, what's funny about, you know, Kylie in, in particular, cause she's a college student, right? So, um, a, a year ago mm -hmm. when I spoke, I spoke at, you know, I, I go, I, I go to the university of Florida and I speak a lot. And for me, it's, it's a great opportunity to even just get s some of my own research and some of my own knowledge. Cause I'm always right. asking them questions. So I'm asking them like, so in these, in these classrooms, I'm saying who in here, raise your hand if you're on TikTok and all like all of the college students, every single one laughed, not a single one raised their hand, oh. every single one of them laughed. And then six months later, I'm speaking in the same class going back next semester. And I'm saying, who in here, who in here is on TikTok? And I would say about, you know, 15% of the room had raised their hand, but there weren't any laughs. Like, you know, that was, and so it was interesting to me and to see it progress and to see more and more college students starting to get on because it was for the 13, 14 and 15 year olds, you know, now to see more college students and even more businesses and brands starting to pick it up. You know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of opportunity there. So it's, it's kind of cool to hear, to hear well, that. Like you said with the TikTok, like, I, so Peyton is nine, my daughter's nine and she, yep. I, I mean, she's nine going on 27, but 
she <laughs> wanted to do TikTok like last year. And I'm like, absolutely not, you know, and, and, and public, you know, I'm, my mom mode comes out and I'm like, no, 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 no. And then we finally set up one for the bungalow babes, which we call ourselves all like our little girl brand um, to, to do something. I was like, you know what, let's just do it. I'm watching it. I'm controlling it. Um, and so we started it and it, it's amazing. Like I'm not so, I, we don't have so many followers on the t- on TikTok, but when you said to export TikTok onto Instagram, that's where we're getting all, of, I mean, that's where I go to. That's my, my home base. And, um, and then that's connected to my Facebook. So, you know, like you said, we might not be getting all these followers on TikTok, but it goes to Instagram and to Facebook and it's all connected. And the, the response is, I mean, I'm like, wow, I can't believe everybody is like taking the time to, to look or to see that or just view it through story. So it's pretty yeah, cool to tic- see how quick it works too. TikTok is smart. They're mm-hmm. like, um, I mean, of course they want people to be on their platform and using their platform. I mean, any social media platform wants all of your attention, but mm-hmm. they've made it super easy for you to export your content and to put it on, on in other places and they encourage it. They actually mm-hmm. encourage it. So, um, you know, and then they put the little branding element to let people know that it came from TikTok. Yes. You know, the video. So, I mean, they're, they're very, very smart about how they've been building, building the TikTok brand mm-hmm. through the, the exposure through the sharing. Um, and I, and I've said it multiple times, like it has the potential to be the biggest social media platform to date. And my number one reason for saying that is because it's the first social media platform where we have all generations, uh, like on it normally, normally, you know, you normally, if your daughter is on it, you know, Mm -hmm. she has her, she has her account and then mom gets on it. It's like, Oh no, like, they ditch it. They ditch the platform and they go on to whatever's next. That's what happened with Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all of them. And, and now for the very first time, it's like, oh, I'm going to make TikToks with my parents or with my grandparents. Oh, yeah. And uh, and so for the first time, we have multiple generations on a social media platform. And therefore, I believe it has the greatest potential to stick around and grow like crazy. I had a friend that said that they were like, like last year, they're like, TikTok is the new thing. It's going to blow up. And then you'd have people that were like, TikTok's going to die out. It's not, it's not going to last. And I'm always like a little bit later to get on board with everything. Um, and I don't have all of it. I don't have Snapchat, but, um, so I kind of feel cool that I'm with TikTok a little bit with my kid, but, um, it's crazy how, how easy, I mean, it's easy and how a nine-year-old can just get on there and, and do whatever. But, um, but just like the challenges that you can do with other people or like this work, uh, quarantine time, everybody's like challenging each other, whether it's workouts or a dance or a handshake, or, I mean, there's the silliest stuff on there, but it's fun because you can just kind of keep your mind off of everything going on. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's lots of fun little dances and stuff that I'm learning. So. Yeah. It's, it's, I love TikTok. I, I haven't been posting a lot. I mean, I, it's weird, you know, Cause I was at a place where I was like posting every single day and, mm-hmm. and it's funny. It's funny how we go through cycles as business owners, because I can empathize. Like people say, Oh, Colin, you put, you put out so much content. Uh, I could never put out that much content. And I can, and I can empathize with that. Um, you know, I still encourage them like, yo, put out, put out videos, you know, talk about your business. Like, you know, now's a perfect time to build a brand, but I can still, sometimes I go into a, into a hole. I've been, I, I feel like I've been in a hole the last week, really. I mean, we're still putting out podcasts and stuff, but I've, you know, I've been sweating this thing like every business owner across town. I was up till two o'clock in the morning, 
you know, looking at these applications for this TPP. I'm, I was message, messaging Mike at midnight saying, hey, can you give me access to our, our payroll stuff so I can go and try to download these forms? And, you know, like I, I, I'm sweating this thing like everything else. And the last thing on my mind, at, at least in that moment, is TikTok, right? <laughs> so, so I completely. Well, it's the balance. It's the balance. It's like, okay, I have to be so serious and get my government um, stuff done and all my paperwork. And that's, I'm so bad at that. I'm good at talking and, and having my customers come in and have a conversation with them and, and joke around. And, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to make a TikTok video when all this serious stuff is going on. You don't want to seem, you know, inconsiderate or not sensitive to what's going on too. So I've had that in my brain. Like, is that okay to do that? You know, and not like, oh, she's just goofing off and not taking this serious. And then, like you said, the models changed where I have just DMs and, um, and people texting and, and calling, you know, so that's taken away from posting. But my whole question is, how much am I supposed to post? How much, how many stories am I supposed to do? Like, what's too much? What's not enough? Like, where is that? You, you want know? the answer? I can give you the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as much as humanly possible. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's you can't you can't you can't post too much. It's one of the biggest misconceptions with social media, um, and the reason being is the algorithms protect the alg algorithms really protect the consumers and the people who are watching. Now, mm -hmm. like uh, like I say, this like if you and I were best friends and we were commenting on each other's stuff mm -hmm. all of the time. And yeah. the, the algorithm is going to pick that up and they're going to say, oh, these people like are really like engaged with each other. So anytime Colin posts, you know, BJ is going to see every time BJ posts, Colin's going to see, you know, like, like the algorithm is going to pick that up. But, you know, otherwise, otherwise, you know, if I'm posting six times a day, you're not going to see all six of my posts unless you heavily engage with my content all the time. You might see one or two of them, mm -hmm. um, but like you're not going to see all of them. And, you know, and of course it varies by platform and it varies with what people are engaged with. You know, if I, if I post something on Facebook right now and it gets a, you know, a hundred likes and a hundred hearts and, you know, a ton of, ton of engagement, then the chances of other people seeing it are going to increase. Right. Well, that's, um, the crazy part. that's, that's the crazy part because it's changed too. I mean, I remember when, um, Instagram, it was by time, you know, by like, right. you know, in time, now it's not, it's all different times and um, different orders. And it's like, okay, how can I, like you said, how can I get more people to see this? Do I post at a certain time? Do I post it, you know, or just constantly keep doing it? Like you said. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think uh, those are the things to experiment with. I, I, I always experiment with different times. There was times where I was like, oh man, early in the morning. And you know, at the end of the day, it was when my content was doing the best and then it changed. I, I think that stuff, I think that stuff is the stuff that's going to shift and shift often. And, mm -hmm. and there's no, there's no, there's really no point to trying to figure out what the algorithm is. I think you yeah. just have to put out the best quality content possible, you know, and, and that's, and even that's something that's going to be changing. You think about Instagram and the, the hype about followers and the hype about, you know, <clears throat> I mean, I mean, you know, likes and engagement, like that, I even think that's going to end up, you know, change. We're, we've already seen Instagram make a lot of these shifts where they're not with some accounts, they're not showing how many, you know, like something is going to get, I mean, if they remove all followers, you know, I, I mean, I think that could potentially be next. I mean, something, something like that could be next. Yeah. And I think that, I think it'd be great because it actually forces us as creators or as business owners or whatever, actually put out content that matters. Um, you know, it's and that's, measurement. it's a total measurement. Like when I, I mean, I'm not going to lie when I've, I broke over a thousand followers, to me, that was huge. I'm a tiny business. I've been open for a year and a half. I'm brand new. 
people go to Publix every day and has still been like, oh, I didn't know you were here. Um, right. I've talked to businesses next door and they've been here five, six years and they're like, people still say that to us and we're right next to Publix. Everybody's just in a different mindset or, you know, blinders on sometimes. But it's right. like, how can I keep that going? Um, and when you get those, it is kind of a measurement. Oh, okay, people are noticing. So is it, you know, I think it is, but I don't know, you know. I'm just learning it too. Yeah, I think it's usually when it comes to followers though, and the, pro- the problem is with a lot of social media platforms is that people will create content in order to uh, attract the engagement yes. or, to, you know, yes. they're, and they're not putting out something that actually is uh, impactful or quality content. Right. Uh, you know, and I, and I, I mean, the best, best example is people in, people in bathing suits or something like that in order to try to attract, you know, the the engagement and the likes versus actually putting out something followers if i do that so yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's just just the example that i can think of is like right no or creating content yeah like a giveaway like i've done a giveaway with different um like other businesses to kind of draw you know people to all of us and you know then you have to tag a friend or you have and you get some and then you lose some and then some stay so i think that has been another kind of Thing we've tried to yeah so we have to wrap this up in, in a couple minutes but uh you know i know mike mike uh, he loves the social media talk the, the social media sessions i love it <laughs> <laughs> if, I, so if I, I start going down the social media hole we can get stuck there forever. I know, I know. I, like i i love everything social media and i like i do talks across you know on town about social media and personal branding and mm-hmm. these things all of the time it's it's definitely my passion so uh, so Mike, well, do you want to, you want to change gonna, it up? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to first put a challenge out to you and anybody else. If you guys can find a way to like TikTok you filling out this government paperwork and make it interesting, <laughs> I'm sure it's going to go viral. Oh my gosh. We can find something to do with that. <laughs> find, find something fun to do. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. no, DJ, I, I wanted to ask you that you said Peyton's nine. What are, what are the ages of your other kids? Seven, Finn is seven, and Emmett is two and a half, almost three. Okay, cool. And are they are they school? They're not homeschooled, or they they weren't homeschooled. They're homeschooled now, I'm telling you. They're I'm homeschooled not. now, right? So, <laughs> right. So, so I just wanted to touch on that real, real quick. The personal level of that. What has that been like? Like, have you have you gone the homeschool route now? Has it been a huge change for you? Are you oh just God. letting them kind of go on their own, or or what? Well, Peyton, what are you Peyton, doing? Peyton would do. I mean, she did a PowerPoint yesterday, and. I was like, what, what are we doing? At nine? Yeah. On the mangrove forest and then did a presentation on it yesterday. I'm like, what is going on here? But, um, and she had fun doing it, but no, like it was so kind of, it was crazy. Like this time that, that we're going through right now, like we had to go and pick up everything from school the other day. I don't know if you guys had to do that with your kids, but, um, they had like two bus lines and, or like a bus line and the car rider line. And you had to put like your name, like I had to put Peyton's name on a piece of paper, put it in the window of my car. You weren't allowed to roll your windows down. Um, you went to the grade in the bus line. They gave you a big packet and they put it in the trunk of your car and they had gloves on and, and it, it was just like, what is going on? And you, and you get it and, and you want everybody to be safe, but you're like, it's just kind of scary, you know? And then we get home and she has like six books, workbooks. And then there's IXL and then there's Google classroom and, all the teachers are setting up all this stuff and there's 20 different websites and everything on the school board that you log into and you have to do. Um, Meanwhile, so, parents are trying to work. 
I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? And then Peyton's doing like Roman numerals and all this. I'm like, oh my God, how do I even do this? Like I'm going to need a tutor to help me with all this homework and how to set this all up. But um, yeah, we're just taking it a day at a time and trying to get a schedule because, you know, we kind of want something to be a little bit in order, you know, letting them do their schoolwork and trying to work from home. And it, it's a lot. It's a new, it's, it's a new way. It's created some stress around here for sure. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. It's, and it's more of like, you know, one, one, one kid can sit down and bust it out. The other one yeah. needs to take breaks and needs, has, doesn't have the attention yeah, we'll span. And, and oh, it's yeah. like, uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's been kind of, kind of messy. So I, I, I empathize with all the parents. I also empathize. We, we talked about the teachers too. Like oh. with what the, the teachers, I mean, they, they genuinely miss the kids. I mean, I like, you know, I see their teachers being like, I miss you guys so much. And they're trying oh, to do the Google yeah. classrooms. And I mean, try yeah. imagine Mike, imagine right now we got three of us, you know, in this video, imagine having like 15 and them all talking. Or like 15 kids, something. they're all talking. You're trying to get them to mute their microphones. <laughs> okay, okay, Michael, could you just go like mute your mute your microphone? We're gonna we're gonna let BJ talk real quick. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, no, good no. good luck. Crazy. Much love to all the teachers out there. Yeah. So and to the parents that are homeschooling, the homeschooling teachers right now. Um. So BJ, like before we wrap up, why don't you tell everybody where they can do business with you, how they can shop with you right now. We need to keep your business alive through Thank this. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. So like tell everybody how, how can we buy stuff? Oh, okay. So you can jump on my Instagram, follow us on Instagram, please at the bungalow boutique. There's a big pineapple. When you search us with all different colors, that's our logo. And, um, you can DM us. Facebook, we're on the um, shop at Shop the Bungalow, and um, you can give us a call. And I'll put, I'll give you my cell phone number too. Whatever okay. works, whatever helps. You want it now? Yeah. Okay. It's, I mean, as long as you don't mind it being public. This no, is no public. I don't. I don't because okay. no, no, I don't. Um, it's eight six four five zero six two four zero eight, and so they can just text me or call me and whatever, whatever works. And then we're getting trying to get online as soon as possible. Yeah. Do you know? Like what percentage of sales dropped when, when all this stuff happened? Do you have an idea what that is yet? I feel like it's gone up and down to be honest with you. I think for okay. the hiatus of Easter and just gift giving right now, it's high, but I, I know that's going to drop. Yeah. You know? Are you, so are you nervous about that? Like, are you planning for that? Okay. I am. And then just trying to, you know, with all my vendors and orders and try, you know, they're trying to understand, you know, shipping out to us and, um, you know, what we're supposed to do. I mean, if we're not making money, how can we get our orders in? And, you know, you're just trying to play a whole, a whole game, a whole puzzle. Um, okay. So day by day, we're trying right. to figure it out. Gainesville, help us keep BJ's business alive through this, yes, through yes. this. And, um, you know, best wishes. If there's anything that we can do to help, feel free to reach out, but awesome. you know, just, just stay strong, stay strong. We will get through this. Exactly. Just make a lot. Just make a lot more TikToks. I have a feeling that that's a sure win. Well, if you that's follow, that's always the answer for sure. I'll put Peyton on there too. Right on. Well, thank you so much for coming on our show yeah. and really uh, Gainesville. Yeah, absolutely, everybody. This is the WHOA GNV podcast, the podcast for you businesses and individuals that make you go whoa. BJ, give it your best whoa. Whoa. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was good. good. We'll see you later, guys. Right. Bye. Bye.